Welcome to Expert Views on Alternative Dispute Resolution, Ever, a podcast about simplifying ADR in order to attract more and more users to the process. Uh, my name is Chinwe Stella Umebolu. I am a PhD ADR student from the University of Brighton, United Kingdom. I have with me today Kelly Abanze, a legal practitioner who was called to the Nigerian bar more than 12 years ago. He has handled a lot of cases in arbitration and in litigation as well. Welcome to the show, Kelly. Thank you very much, Joey. Uh, and thanks for having me. You're welcome. Okay, so let me quickly go straight to the first question, question which is um, why adjudication? What was the reason behind its introduction? And before, sorry, before you proceed, can you just um, outline what um, this pool resolution is, please? Thank you. Okay. Yes. So before we talk, thanks. Thank you for the question. And yeah. Thanks for the opportunity. Yeah. And before we talk about the what this pool resolution means, best that we look at adjudication. Uh, adjudication generally refers to processes of decision making. Uh, by which uh, that involves uh, the the involves third parties, neutral third parties mm -hmm. who have been vested with authorities either by the state or by the parties in an under an agreement in arbitration. Yeah. Okay, to determine to determine a binding or deliver a binding resolution through the form of judgment or award. Okay, now you have the court base and you have the out of court base adjudication. Hmm. Right now, for the court base adjudication, that's litigation. Okay. okay. Or in other words, this dispute resolution. It is an involuntary adversarial process um, wherein the state vests the courts with powers to make binding win on lose outcomes mm -hmm. okay is it same encompassing the use of court processes to resolve uh, uh, the dispute according to the rules you know provided by the courts now um, let's let's look quickly look at arbitration on the other hand arbitration is a private arrangement the private method of uh, dispute resolution Okay, in other words, alternative res uh, dispute resolution yeah. um, by which the parties um, under an agreement appoints either a sole arbitrator or a, a multi multi uh, uh, multi uh, arbitrator uh, arrangements. Okay, and under this platform, the, the uh, you have a lot of advantages you mm. know, to it, neutrality, yeah. uh, confidentiality, yeah. and what have you. But basically, what this, what uh, the arbitrators do under this platform is to deliver a win or lose binding, you know, uh, decisions too, just like you have under litigation. Yeah. You know. So, but that's what we have for the definition. Mm. Um, Thank yes. You. All right. Oh, thank you so much for you know clarifying um the differences, clarifying that um differences between the court-based adjudication and out of cost court-based adjudication, which you just said that the court-based adjudication is litigation that's under the umbrella of dispute resolution and um out of based um adjudication, which is ADR. 
Um, yeah, thank you. Did I, I hope I got that correctly. It's just to recap what you just said. And um, yeah, okay. I also want to add that um, the adjudication process is unique um, to the construction industry. Yeah, and you've said it all, is this is a statutory dispute resolution method as well. Okay, so let me quickly go straight um, to the second question, which is um, the differences between adjudication and arbitration. Um, the reason for this question um, predicates the resemblance between these two. And um, also literature reviews that, um, you know, have pointed out about these differences, about the similarities, you know, sort of... Um, um, argument for um, 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 you know uh, um, about if they are similar or if there is any differences between these two. Please, can you um, clarify um, um, this as well? Thank you. Yeah, true to true true to what you are saying. Yeah, you have differences and similarities. Yeah, or well, you see, it's it would be best for us to quickly probe. Mm -hmm. What joins them together as a What joins them together? Hello, can you hear me? Sorry, so let's quickly, yeah, can you recap the last six sentence? Can you repeat the last sentence, please? So I said, I said, what joins them together is better we look at what joins them together before we proceed to examining what separates them. Okay. Now, the similarities, there are very few as against what you have on the other side. Mm -hmm. now, there is an optimistic process, and the aim is to have, at the end of the day, a decision, okay, of the courts, or either the courts or the uh, arbitration. Okay. Okay, a decision there's an outcome, a final and ultimate end is a decision. It does not end midway. Okay, mm. you don't go to court and end midway. It has to get to the the decision. The court has to deliver a decision. You see that you are entering a constant judgment where parties settle amicably, or the court then delivers a judgment after examining the evidence. All right. Yeah. Now. Hello. Hello. That's for that. Mm, I, I think oh, that we, I lost you. Sorry, Kelly, I lost you the, you know, uh, can we we can we take that again about the um, the decision? I think we the decision. Yeah. Okay. What they? What, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I think where I stop is to look at the ultimate aim of yes. the two processes. Yes. The ultimate aim of the two procedures is to have a decision delivered. 
at the end of the day, you could either call it a judgment mm -hmm. or an award, yeah. right? Yeah. Now, um, so you don't hand me so basically. Then the second one is the involvement of the parties. Yeah. Okay. The involvement of a third party, rather. Yes. Now, for arbitration, there is an arbitrator appointed by the parties under an enforceable agreement. Okay. Yeah. And this arbitrator has the, the full control uh, over the content and the heart of the arbitration proceedings. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, for the judge, the judge is appointed by the state and vested with coercive powers to make, you know, far-reaching decisions. Yeah. Right. Now, so there is an involved third party, okay? Um, I know we have other dispute resolution um, mechanism, other ADR, yeah. where you have the mediation on a, and conciliation, where you don't need, uh, I think, conciliation, you can one on one, right? Uh, negotiation, too, you yeah. know, but for these two processes, there is a neutral third party mm. that mediates or that seats to deliver a decision then the third one is the the outcome approach now under this you find out that the outcome of the both the proceedings you know is usually a win or lose outcome mm. now you don't go to arbitration and the arbitrator will then hand a win-win to both parties this is not negotiation this is not consolidation this is a different process that that's you know um by which you must have you know one party winning at the end of the day and the other party winning. that's what you know ties these two proceedings these two proceedings together so right? so um, that is that the win lose the outcome is it the outcome which is a win lose yes there is there's going to be one winner and there's going to be one loser. The mm. win approach, the outcome approach, and you have the involvement of third parties. Yeah. Okay. Where a neutral third party sits, then you have the ultimate aim, which is the courts or the arbitrator delivering a final decision, handing over a final decision yeah. to the both parties, you know, as to. The resolution of the dispute between them oh, so right. that's for similarities so like i said before there are a couple others i mean there are some other you know similarities but yeah. they are very few, few. very few mm. and they are tied around these three things that i've mentioned now for the differences um the first one i would like to look at is the confidentiality yeah you know arbitration pride itself I would say the bedrock, the bedrock of arbitration is that the processes, the content, the outcome of an arbitral proceeding is is uh, is, is confidential sure. in nature. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now arbitration prides itself in that yeah. that you know everything that happens in the arbitral proceedings does not you know, a third party who is not involved in the process cannot have anyone as to what has happened. And to take it a step further, there is also no not a reporting system. Yes. 
Hello, we've lost Kelly. Hello. That can report the, the outcome or the election. Yes. So I mentioned before that for arbitration, yeah. the award is never published. Mm -hmm. And of course, we all know why. You know, the, the dispute between the parties has to be sorry the dispute between the parties sorry kelly i we lost i lost you there the dispute between the parties is what okay so what i said mm -hmm. for confidentiality yes that the dispute between the parties unless yeah. you are a party yeah. you are a witness mm -hmm. in the matter or an appointed arbitrator or arbitrators you cannot have any you cannot you cannot participate in an arbitral proceedings okay. to take it a step further the, the award cannot be published be published okay. all right mm -hmm. never published why is that why why why, why is that so, why is that um that that, that they can't be published what's the reason behind behind that well basically you know well, for me, I think that the reason, the primary reason yeah. for that is uh, most of the contracts entered by parties. Yeah. I have had cause to review a lot of uh, contracts. Mm -hmm. And once you see the content of these contracts, these are contracts that should not be known by a third party. Oh. Take, for instance, you enter into a contract with the government and the government is giving you an incentive that is it's as even at law i mean an incentive that it has at law or it has given you know published a regulation against okay. or the government is giving it to you maybe for certain kind of reasons hmm. and then you don't have a dispute arising from that you cannot take it to a normal regular court okay. it has to be by arbitration so that that secret, that that information is kept within. Okay. Mm. So so you and that's the reason a lot of businessmen favor arbitration as against uh, litigation because they have their information uh, kept confidential and okay. remains there. You know, I said they have handled you know some um, few. Um, uh, arbitral proceedings and and i've discovered one thing that most of the awards are very rich in jurisprudence yes and most times i even ask myself can't we publish some of these awards, awards? As to give the future years on bond you know some um at least for precedence hmm. you know yeah but this is never the this is never the case you know um <laughs> in litigation um, as against what you have in litigation. Yeah. The decision, the proceedings itself in courts, the, the, uh, the judgment delivered by the courts, and even after that, you know, the decision delivered by the courts are in the public view, yeah. you know, Third parties, neutral third parties who have no business in the matter. Yeah. So, so Kelly, yes. for instance, matrimonial courses. Okay, yeah, because I was about asking. Sorry, is that good or bad? 
you know, what do you think? Um, I think, I think for, no, maybe not so bad. Yeah. But there are certain matters that should not be out be there. Caught and the public view. Yes. Take, for instance, the matrimonial courses mm -hmm. or custody issues, yeah. custody issues for children. Yes. You should not put that in the public view. Yeah. This should be, you know, Proceedings that should be handled privately, or you know, privately. Mm -hmm. You understand. And so, so a third party who has no business, you know, will then will not be uh, flooded with a lot of, of information that mm. uh, he or she has no business. business. <laughs> exactly. Okay? Exactly. Yeah. And we're waiting for the day where, you know, um, matrimonial courses can be switched, moved from the normal regular court to arbitration. Arbitration, yeah. Um, yeah, I think some jurisdiction already, I, I think some jurisdiction already has, sorry, can you hear me? I think some jurisdiction already has started settling um, matrimonial, especially custody and all um, on the um, um, divorce. Um, through ADR, yeah. yeah, I think some jurisdiction yeah. England or so. Okay, all yeah. right. Thank you so much. Yeah. So, so we have some others. Yeah. The involvement of parties mm -hmm. in arbitration. Parties have full control over the choice of arbitrator, the choice of the arbitrators, the venue, the schedule, the procedural rules. Everything that happens basically in the arbitration. Okay. Oh, yeah. The parties who are appointed the arbitrator have this control, okay? Basically. But this is against what you have in the regular uh in normal you know, where the court determines the rules that guide the play. The yeah. court the court lays down the rule. And you you have no say in it, all right? You yeah. cannot dispute any. You have to lead by it. Now, even there are a lot of plethora of cases where the court have ruled that parties cannot, by their own private arrangements, you know, give you know determine determine create or limit the jurisdiction of the court. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So the the, the court determines all this. Mm -hmm. So the there is a, a limitation as to the involvement of parties in litigation as against what you have in arbitration. What mm -hmm. is uh, the private and public and private formalities? Yeah. Now in arbitration, uh, arbitration is less formal as against uh, the rigid uh, uh, procedures. Yeah. You know. Uh, in litigation. Yeah. Um, so take for instance, take for instance, in arbitration, in, in litigation, they say the pleadings, you cannot plead the material facts. So you cannot plead the material facts. No. In Litigation. Yeah. Okay. They say that you the rule says that you can only plead the material facts, okay. not the evidence. Not the evidence. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, okay. but yeah. Mm -hmm. But on the arbitration session two five six, 
of the evidence act has you know expressly prohibited the application of the evidence act for arbitral proceedings okay meaning the arbitrator has the flexible the flexible uh noah you know to determine the evidence that should be accepted hmm. okay yeah. so if i may give you an example okay now, thank in you the course is, is oh this document was not was not certified okay and because this public document was not certified you cannot tender it yeah. all right but for the arbitrator the arbitrator is interested in the relevance of that of that document yes and if it's relevant the arbitrator will accept everything it may go to the weight the award uh, stage, but the arbitrator will conduct what said, all right? So, and for arbitration, you know, so the rule of the game is uh, left to the arbitrator and the parties, okay? And it's an interesting an interesting procedure, mm -hmm. all right? Yeah. Okay, um, I think that, that's then for litigation, the respondent's failure to, for instance, timely respond to uh, processes filed timely okay, response can sorry kelly what did you what did you timely say response. a timely response okay yeah yes mm -hmm. I, I think in litigation, um if a defendant for instance fails to timely respond to a process set on him or yeah. her mm -hmm. now the court can enter a default judgment of some sort okay. against him Okay. All right, or yeah. even impose some penalties, but that's not the case in arbitration mm. because in arbitration, the, 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 the arbitrator gives you a leeway. I handled one recently where we're out of time in filing in our, our defense, yeah, for like three months. All we needed to do was to send an email asking for um, an extension of time. That's what the procedural rule says. Yes. But on that, in litigation, um, <laughs> the state high court has been, and even the court of appeal, you have to pay a thousand naira for each day of default. Mm. You understand? So, so basically, this separates the both procedures. Okay. okay? So but there are a lot of people, a lot of people still favor litigation in Nigeria, especially. Wow. And it's, uh, so, okay. All right. So the, the next one that I'll look at is the structure. Yeah. The structure. Now, the court is, the, is permanent. Okay. The court, the court is, is permanent. Always there. Yeah, it's always there. You know? yeah. <laughs> it's um, not it's always, not going away open for <laughs> yeah yeah it doesn't go anywhere it's always there yeah rooted by the law okay to act of parties but the arbitrage arbitral panel yeah tribunal goes comes and go and it's based on the appointment you know, under an agreement, an enforceable agreement. Yeah. So after the determination of the particular matter, it's, it, it goes into oblivion, you know. Mm -hmm. It goes to sleep until, mm -hmm. and, until, you know, so basically that's what it is. Yes. All right? That's for the structure. Mm -hmm. Now, a judge, of course, 
derives its power from the states. Yes. Its coercive power from yes. states and can give deliver far reaching decisions. Yeah. Injunctions, uh, summons, uh, even and you know, lay down uh, decrees of imprisonment and all that. Mm. But for the arbitrator, the arbitrator can cannot do this. this. Mm. The arbitrator okay. does not have the coercive power of the state. Yeah. Yeah. So right. I'll be so cutting we, you. We Sorry. Have, uh, okay. Have, so are you rounding up? Because I, you know. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. I I have uh, just two short ones to to talk about. Yeah. Now for the enforcement, which is the final state, the enforcement judgments of the court are enforceable. You know, upon insurance. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Immediately. All right. And, and immediately you then take steps to see how you can enforce your, your judgment, either by guarantee or what have you. But for arbitration, you it does it does not have the enforceable, you know, uh, um, it does not have the the arbitration, the award cannot be enforced unless it is first of all recognized at the courts of the locality, all right? Whether mm. or not it is a foreign award or, or not. locally, you know, the yeah. award, you know, it has to be registered first. Okay. Um, judgments of the court can be enforced in countries where, where there are reciprocal enforcement yeah. arrangements in place. Okay. But for an arbitration, arbitral award, uh, uh, an award, these awards are enforceable in any of the, the 157 countries, mm -hmm. in Nigeria inclusive, which have signed the United Nations Convention on the Recognition and enforcement of foreign arbitral uh, awards, awards 1958 yes. now so so commonly known as the new york convention, convention so yeah. uh this document you know uh graciously um so sorry I what think, did you say uh, what was the last of, sentence nigeria was what sorry nigeria's nigeria signed the new york okay new york convention that um Decisions from any arbitration, either foreign arbitration, is enforceable in Nigeria okay. as long as it is registered as the judgments of the court. Okay. There are so many other ones, but because of time, time maybe yeah. I will just... Uh, um, <laughs> and network yeah. as well okay all right thank you so much so yeah. the final um you've done you did justice to these questions and um you know i appreciate um so much so the last question what would what would you advise potential users you know that have a dispute to settle which of these processes would you um, advocate for and your reasons for you know advocating okay. for this process i think i think we'll look at it from this angle now mm. there is no agreement that i prepared today that does not have uh, arbitration as the only and sole dispute resolution yeah mm -hmm. hello kelly okay i know within two months i can get an award can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Can you? Yeah, it's remaining okay. set okay. two more minutes, three more minutes to go. So just summarize, you know, what okay, you have so, to say. So my, my 
advice, my advice for potential users of this either of these two systems, these yeah. two procedures, yeah. is to look at, of course, look at the case. Yeah. Look at what the matter is about. And for me, I would naturally advise that people should stick with arbitration. Okay. Yes. As for the disputes that can be that are arbitrable. I mean, stick with arbitration because the time you spend in getting an award may just be a month or two months. You are done with it and you are then, you know, going for, for enforcement. Hmm. Okay, so as against litigation because in litigation you can spend, you know, about 12 years. You know that? Where just for trial, the uh, court of first instance, we spent about seven years and we still have to go on appeal. And oh. as I speak with you since 2010, the matter is still on the death of the justices of the Supreme Court. It hasn't mm. been heard, okay, since 2010. So, wow. so that's what it is. Mm -hmm. For commercial business-minded people, arbitration is a key. Okay, so yeah. you can turn on, turn in, and then you know, move on with the with the with the process and yes. having to be stuck in a place for so many years. Mm -hmm. So I, I would advocate that people should, you know, consider arbitration more. All right. Thank you so much, Kelly. Thank you so much. I'm just going to round up. Thank you for um coming on um uh, on them um, talking about um explaining um what adjudication is and the differences and similarities um between these two um dispute resolution processes um thank you so much to my listeners um please stay tuned same time next weekend um for another episode of um ever um bye bye thank you so much kelly thank you once more